Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus. Today was an amazing day, right? Look at God. Won't he do it? <laughs> was a great day. Um, service was awesome yesterday. Um, every fourth Sunday is our woman's fellowship. So, um, which is directed by our missionary, Evelyn Brown. She brought forth an amazing word out of Genesis. Don't jump ship. Um, this word was very awesome because on Thursdays, my pastor is also talking about the Ark of the Covenant. She came with Noah and how being in the presence of God and staying in the ark, staying in the safety of God's presence, they go hand in hand because the Ark of the Covenant was the presence of God. And the Ark that Noah built was still the presence of God, being under that protection, that provision, that safety, when everything else around you was chaotic and being destroyed. When you're in the presence of God, you are preserved. And she was saying, don't jump ship. Don't get out of the ship. Don't get out of the ark. Don't get out of the presence of God. So I believe God is truly speaking to our house, speaking to us individually about staying in my presence, being mindful that I need you in my presence. In my presence is the fullness of everything that you need. So I was truly, truly blessed by the word. And another scripture that comes to me is Isaiah 43, 2. And it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, you will not be swept over. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. And why this is an important scripture to me is because the first time God destroyed the world was by water. The second time is going to be by fire. And in Isaiah 42, it's both. Whether the water or the fire, when you're in my presence, you will be protected. When you stay in my presence, when you, when you stay under the umbrella of God's protection, you will not be drowned by the water and the fire will not set you ablaze. Think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That fourth man, the presence of God was in there with them. Therefore, they were not burned. They were not consumed. They didn't even come out smelling like smoke. Hallelujah. So it's very important we stay in the presence of God. Amen. So um, the Lord had me go to Esther, considering it was Woman's Fellowship. And I just wanted to talk to my sisters. My brothers, you're more than welcome. <laughs> um, about being a woman of favor. In the book of Esther, we have two beautiful women, but one had favor and one did not. One was very concerned about her looks and her face being baked, her clothes fitting just right. But she had no discernment. She had no wisdom. She had no understanding and she lost her position. And we have another woman who had the favor of God and was increased and leveled up above her imagination. God is looking for us to be a woman of favor because you and myself as women, our looks are only going to get us but so far. It's only going to open but so many doors. But favor, ugh, that's going to take us to the mountain. How we look make us attractive. But how we behave is what makes us beautiful. The Bible says that we are to not just adorn our outer, but adorn our spirit, adorn our heart, clothe ourselves in God's glory, clothe ourselves in the word that we will be beautiful before God. So many times we're trying our best to be beautiful for men. But when was the last time that you 
with beautiful before God, that your heart was right before God, that your spirit was right before God, that you humbled yourself as a beautiful queen before God. So in the book of Esther, you have this beautiful, beautiful queen, Queen Vashati, who were who was very beautiful. And the Bible says that the king, he had a banquet and he got a little turn. He was feeling himself. And the Bible said that he sent seven chamberlains to go get his wife. He wanted to show off his beautiful wife. And when they went to her and they said, hey, you know, the king wants to, you know, show you off. She was like, no. I'm good. She was feeling herself. I know I look good. No, you're not showing me off. But as a queen, you cannot turn down the king. As a queen, a queen of influence, you have other people looking. She didn't discern that this wasn't the time to disobey my husband. This wasn't the time to, you know, voice my opinion. No. As women of God, we have to know when to humble ourselves. No, I'm not saying let people take advantage of you. But when we have favor with God and we have discernment and we have wisdom, we know when to say yes and we know when to say no. But she didn't know when to say no. And she lost her position. The Bible says that these seven chamberlains went back to the king. It was like she said no. And that brought a, that brought forth a problem. Because now the other men, the princes and the rulers of the providence was like, listen, King, she's a woman of influence. She's going to influence all the other women that when they hear that the queen told the king, no, they're going to start disrespecting us. They're going to dishonor us. We can't have this King. You have to do something about this. You have to do something about this. So the king had to make a decree. And she lost her position as queen. So they convinced him that, listen, we can go throughout the providence and we can get all the beautiful virgins and bring them before you and you can pick you a new wife. And that's just what the king agreed to. And the queen lost her position because she looked good, but she ain't had no wisdom. She looked good, but she ain't had no discernment. She looked good, but she ain't had no favor. And now we come to Esther. One of the many beautiful women that they chose throughout the providence. And the Bible says that when she came, that not only did she have found favor with the king, but she found favor with the keeper of the women. So I'm going to read a little bit. I'm not going to read too much of it, but I'm going to read some of it. So starting at the eighth verse of Esther two and the Bible reads when the king ordered and had proclaimed many young women were brought to um, the city and put under the care of Haggai. Esther also was taken to the king's palace and entrusted to Haggai who had charge over them. She pleased him in one favor. Immediately, he provided her with her beauty treatment and special food. He assigned to her seven female attendants selected from the king's palace and moved her and her attendants to the best part of the palace. Look at that family. She just got her foot in the door. She ain't even do nothing yet. But God knows her heart. God knows 
the kind of woman she is. So she didn't even get too far. She just got to the door and the keeper of the woman, he saw her and he was like, you know what? Wow. I like this one. There's something different about her. I don't really know what it is, but there's something different about her. And what was different was the favor of God. And it said he, he had favor. She pleased him and she won his favor. So much so that he put her in the best part of the palace. And this is just the beginning family. So now as the story goes on, the Bible says about time it was Esther's turn. When you go to the 15th verse and it says, and when the turn came for Esther, the young woman, Mordecai had adopted the daughter of his uncle Abigail to go to the king. She asked for nothing other than that Haggai, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of her. And Esther won the favor of everyone who saw her. Not one, not two. Everyone who saw her favored her. That wasn't a coincidence. That was strategic. That was the hand of God. When you go to verse 17, it says, Now the king was attracted to Esther more than any of the other women. And she won his favor and approval more than any other virgin. And he set a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of a shati. Mm, 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 mm. Favor. Favor. Are you a woman of favor? When people see you, do they see that there's something different about you? How you carry yourself, how you behave, your tone of voice. Do people see a difference when they see you? Is God able to shine his glory on you as you walk the streets, as you go to work, as you go to school, in your home? Do people see you and say, wow, look at this woman of God. Esther found favor with everybody because she found favor with God. I'm not going to read this whole story. I encourage you as a woman, as a woman to go read the book of Esther because she had wisdom. She had discernment. She knew she, she was very insightful. She knew when and when not to do things. But you can only get that in the presence of God. She had good counsel. Her uncle Mordecai counseled her, counseled her in a, a marvelous way. And the Bible says that it's very important that we have counsel. We need to have the right people that we go to and talk to and tell them the intimate and secret things. As a woman, you can't be so chatty and you run your mouth and tell everybody everything. There should be only a few people that you entrust with intimate information. There should be only a few people you trust with the vision that God has placed in you. Because not everybody is going to be able to receive it. Not everybody is going to appreciate it. Not everybody is going to be able to help. So why tell everybody? She had enough wisdom that she entrusted the right information with the right people. And we have to be so conscious of who we are talking to 
who we are giving information to because the enemy is looking for opportunity to ensnare us and trap us where God is looking to elevate and lift us up. But if we're not wise enough and if we're not discerning when we should speak and when we should not speak, who we should tell, who we should not tell, who we should hang out with, who we should not hang out with, we're falling in traps and snares. And where God want to favor us, we're being pushed out of positions and missing opportunities that God had for us because we didn't discern what we should do when we should do it. So I wanted to encourage my sister today that no matter where you are right now, that it's okay to just say, Lord, forgive me that I have not been a woman that has positioned herself to be in your presence, that I had not been a woman that had to adorn my heart with the things of God instead of the things of the world that I understand that you don't really care about how I look on the outside as much as you care about what's going on with me in the inside that I can be a woman that love and I can be a woman that will humble myself, that I can be a woman that speaks with, with poise and grace. I don't have to be loud. I don't have to yell. I don't have to scream. I don't have to cuss nobody out because I am a woman of favor. And all I have to do is get in the presence of God and things begin to shift and things begin to change. I don't have to act out of character. I don't have to clap back. I don't have to be on Facebook telling everybody my business. I don't have to be in the streets telling I have to be in the presence of God. I'm a woman who is in love with the presence of God. Because I'm looking to be leveled up. I'm looking to be in positions that God wants to position me in. I don't want doors closed. I need doors open. So I need to be a woman after the heart of God. I need to be a woman that when people see me, they be like, wait, something is different about this woman. I can't put my finger on it, but I see some, I see the glory of God on this woman. People who are of the kingdom will see the glory of God, but people of the world won't even know. All they'll know is just something about you. I can't put my finger on it, but I choose you. I'll choose you. There's something about you. It has happened on many occasions. It's not about what you know. It's who you know. And we know the king of Israel. We know the great Adonai. We know Elohim. So I'm going to position myself to be right with him. Because he's the one that's going to open these doors. Man can only open a door for you but so far. It is God that touches the heart of man. It is God that tugs on the heart of man. You can go to an interview and be not qualified, but because the favor of God on your life, that person will look at you and say, you know what? I'm going to take a chance on you. There's something about you because God tugged on their heart. God said, choose you. But if you're not a woman of favor, and if you're not positioning yourself in the presence of God, you're going to go to this interview and they're going to skip you by and you're going to lose an opportunity because the favor is not on you. You want to you have favor. You want favor. 
It's okay to be beautiful. The Bible says that the king favored Esther over all the women. There is nothing wrong with being beautiful, being in shape, having your face baked, having your, your fragrance, your perfume smelling all good. There's nothing wrong with that, sis. Not at all. But make sure your heart is just as beautiful. Make sure your spirit is just as beautiful. Make sure you got the word of God on your tongue. Make sure you got the word of God on your mind. Make sure you a woman of humility. Make sure you know how to humble yourself. Make sure you have a, you are a woman of discernment. Make sure you are a woman who has greater insight that where people are in ignorance, you got some form of clarity because you spent so much time in the presence of God that you are not ignorant. You are not ignorant to the enemy's devices. You can see some stuff and be like, "Mm, I know the enemy when I see him. This is the kind of women we need to be. Our husbands need that type of woman. Our children needs that type of women. Our friends need that type of woman of discernment, a woman of godly influence. We are influencers. We are influencers, sis. When you think about the very, the very first woman was Eve. God told Adam what not to do. How did he let his wife convince him to eat the apple? We are women of influence. And whether that be good influence or positive influence is going to be up to you. But either way, we are a woman of influence. The rulers and the princes was afraid that Esther, not not Esther, that Vashati was going to influence the other women to do negatively. So they had to get her out of there. And since you don't want people to look at you and think that you're you have negative influence, but they want to look at you and like, no, I favor you. I choose you. You're going to be fit for the job. You're going to be fit for the promotion. You're going to be fit for the relationship. You're going to be fit. You want to be fit. You want when people see you, they say, yep, I, I found it. I found her. I found a woman after the heart of God. I found her. And as the Lord was just like just dealing with me and ministering to me because I know myself as women, we're so on the defensive sometimes. We feel like we need to respond all the time. We feel like we need to say some stuff all the time. And God is teaching me day by day by day that every not everything deserves a response. Sometimes it's just better just to be quiet, keep your mouth closed. Sometimes it's better just to just humble yourself, even when you're right, that it's not okay to voice your opinion just because you're right, but to humble yourself. Because think about it. The king was, he was drunk. Esther knew that. Was she really wrong because she didn't want to be showed off by the, all the other men? I mean, honestly, no, I'm not no piece of meat. You're not going to just, you know, dangle me around everybody and say, Hey, look what I got. At some point I can see why she said no, but there's a right and wrong time for everything. And discernment is important. And sometimes we have to learn to discern what to do, even when our feelings says to do the complete opposite, that our feelings could say, no, this is wrong. This isn't right. But we need to have the discernment to say now is not the time to voice my opinion. Now may not be the time to stand and say no. 
And only being in the presence of God can give you that discernment. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit knows the deep and secret things that when you are positioned in the presence of God and when you spend time with God, that when you're in a situation like that, the Holy Spirit can tell you go even though you want to stay and in obedience, you will be obedient to the Lord. You'll be obedient. And yes, you might be a little uncomfortable. And yes, the situation might not be something you want to do. But when you get there and you realize that God favored you and God has set, set, set you aside for this purpose, it will change the game. Queen Vashati didn't have that. All she had was her feelings. All she had was, no, I don't want to go. She was in herself. But Esther, a woman after the heart of God, a woman that would yield to the counsel of God, had favor. And that is what we want to be. We want to be a woman of favor, a woman that has right counsel that would lead us to do the right thing at the right time. No, we don't always have the answer because think about it. That's why it's important. We have right counsel. A lot of the things when you continuously read the chap, the book of Esther, her, her uncle Mordecai counseled her and helped her. Now, maybe if Esther had uh, Esther, I keep saying Esther, if Queen Vashati had someone counseling her to say, you know what, maybe you should not say no to the king right now. Maybe it would have been a different story. But that's why it's important that we humble ourselves and trust others in, in situations when we don't really trust ourselves. That it's okay to take someone else's counsel and say, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm not going to just say it's my life. I'm going to do what I want. I, I don't believe I should be doing that. I, I don't think so. Because sometimes outside looking in, someone can see it better than how you see it. We're in. So we really can't see the big picture. Vashati couldn't see the big picture. All she saw was my husband, he drunk, he acting a fool. He not going to show me off. But if she had counsel to say, you know what? I know you're feeling the way you're feeling. And you know what? You're right. You're right. He is a little turnt. But guess what? That's your husband. And he's also the king. So I think you should obey. Imagine if she had counsel. That's why I love my pastor. That's why I love my pastor and my co-pastors and my elders, because I don't always have the answer. I don't always see things um, the way that I should see them. And when I present certain things to them, they'll say, you know what? You need to do that. And I will say, well, why you think that? And they will give me counsel and they will give me guidance on why I should do something that I didn't initially want to do. And when I do what they tell me to God be the glory. Sometimes we really need someone else outside of us looking into our situation to give us that counsel. And that's also favor. That's that's also the favor of God to have someone that you can go to to entrust that they can give you the right counsel to direct you in the right way. So that's even more favor of God on your life that you have someone that can and direct you to do the right thing. So if you got someone in your life that is directing you and telling you to do something, don't go against their counsel. Even if you don't believe they're right, even if even as a child, you could think of it as a young girl. 
How many of us dated some knucklehead behind boy and our mother was like, mm, I don't think so. Or our auntie was like, mm, I don't think so. Or even a friend was like, mm, I don't think so. And we went right against what they said and got our little heart broken, right? Because people can see what we can't see. So I thank God that not only that God showed me about being a woman of favor, it's not just about how you look and, you know, you know, how you present yourself outwardly, but how you present yourself inwardly, that people would see you and know that there's something different about you. But it's also important to have right counsel. It's also important that you can trust people around you to share with you insight that you don't have. As women, sometimes we think we got it all. We got it going on, but I can honestly say I don't know it all. And sometimes I actually really need help. And I thank God for the people that he placed in my life that I can go to and say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And in their counsel, I walk in obedience and I'd be placed in a position that I wouldn't have got into if I didn't have God's favor by that person being in my life, instructing me to do the right thing. We need favor, but how we carry ourselves and how we humble ourselves says a lot because you can actually have the favor of God, but don't, but ignore the counsel. God can favor you and place someone in your life to tell you don't do something or to do something and you completely ignore it. So you have to stay humble. You have to stay humble enough to say, I don't have all the answers. I remember my my mom, I call my my spiritual mom, mom. I got two spiritual moms. <laughs> I'm so grateful. But she always told me, make sure you have a teachable spirit. That is one thing she constantly instills in me. Stay teachable, Trina. Stay teachable. I don't know it all. There's so much I want to know, but I don't know it all. And as a woman of God, desiring to be led by God, desiring to do what it is that God has called me to do in the earth for such a time as this. I need counsel and I need someone to come into my life and show me things that I cannot see on my own for me to get to the next level. And sis, you need that. You need someone in your life that can see past what you can see and guide you so you can go to the next level. So I really pray that you go read Esther, the whole chapter, the whole chapter, the whole book of Esther, because there's a lot of goodies inside of there. It's so much in there. It's more than just, you know, beauty and favor, you know, just just her, like I said, her being wise and having discernment and knowing when to do something and when not to do something, when to say something and when not to say something. One of my favorite things was um, towards the end um when her uncle told her that she had to go before the king and in that time that no one could go before the king unless he called for you and the queen um, and Esther told her uncle like listen um I can't go before the king if I go before the king and he don't put out the golden scepter I could die he didn't call for me and he told her listen 
You need to go. Don't think that you're going to be saved in the palace. You're still a Jew. So his counsel led her to go before the king. I love that. She really didn't want to do it. She was like, listen, um, I hear you. But if I go before him, I'm going to die. His counsel was whether you go before him now or you don't say nothing at all, you're still going to die. So I'd rather you go before him now and take your chances. She needed that counsel because with that counsel, she went before the king and he favored her. And the Bible says he put out the golden scepter and he asked her to come in and he asked her, what do you want, my queen? For half of the kingdom is yours. Look at that. A situation she didn't want to do it. She had the counsel to do it. And in her obedience, the king accepted her and asked her, what is it that you desire? So we have to be a woman of favor, a woman of, of that can humble herself and receive godly counsel that God can truly favor us in the earth. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. I know um, my fellas, you know, you're listening in and it's cool, but just make sure you get you a woman a favor. She could look good all day, every day, bro, but make sure her heart is right. Make sure her mind is right. Make sure her spirit is right because her beauty is only going to get her so far. She look good now, but a few years from now, what is her looks going to do for you? Can her looks encourage you? Can her looks support you? No, you need a woman who has favor. You need a woman with a heart after God. And so often we, you know, as I know how it is, it's different for men than it is for women. But men, you know, y'all looking at women and I got my dime piece, this, that and the third. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. But just make sure she's a woman after the heart of God and she's favored. Because check this. What does the Bible say? He who finds a wife. <laughs> he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtain favor from the Lord. She's your favor. That's why you need a woman of favor. Hallelujah. And that's why we need to be a woman of favor because that man need favor and you need to be a woman of favor. So it's not just about relationships. It's about, you know, whether in the workplace, school, family, every arena in life, God wants you to be a, a, a woman of influence, godly influence that he can open up these doors for you that no man can shut. So I just wanted to share that with my sisters and I pray that you're blessed. I pray that you go read the book of Esther, be really encouraged, be really blessed, jot down some notes, pay attention to what Esther did, because these things we can use in different arenas. We can use it at the workplace. We can use it at home. We can use it at school. We can use it in our community when we should say something, how we should say something, when to be quiet, when to humble ourselves. We need to know how to do that as women. We should not always be eager to voice our opinion be slow to speak eager to listen we have to learn these things we have to learn these things what uh, what did david said is best for a man to live on a rooftop than to be in a house with a contentious woman we need to know when to shut up we need to know when to be quiet. We need to know when to speak. The Bible says in frame, reframe and embrace. We, we, we need to know when it's okay to speak. And we need to know when we need to be embrace from speaking and humble ourselves. 
I think it's important that when you go through the word of God, you take notes and say, you know what, this is where I need help at. This is where I need to, this is where I struggle. Maybe I'm too opinionated. Maybe I talk too much. Maybe I don't talk enough. Maybe I don't voice my opinion enough. Maybe, you know, whatever the situation is, you know what you are struggling with as a woman, with your identity. Am I going to be a woman that's trying to be after the heart of a man or am I going to be a woman after the heart of God? And begin to position yourself that you look good to God, unspotted, unblemished before him. And when you do that, God will make sure, just like with Esther, they said that every man, every person that saw her favored her. And that's how you want it, sis. You want that when you go into the supermarket, you're favored. When you, you go into the restaurant, you're favored. You, you want the favor of God to be on your life. In Proverbs 31, the Bible says that um, the Proverbs 31 woman, her children favored her. You want to be favored in your home. Amen. So we have to be mindful as women to present ourselves as a truly a living sacrifice before God that he can make us the women that he is calling us to be for such a time as this. For such a time as this, that's Esther was made queen for such a time as this. And there's some things that God want you to do in the earth right now for such a time as this. But are you ready? Are you, are you, is your heart ready? Is your mind ready? Is your spirit ready to do what it is that God needs you to do right now? And we got to get in position and we got to stop adorning the outer and get our insides right. Get our heart right. Get our mind right. Get our spirit right. Get our soul right. So many of us are soul tied and tied up. We need to be loose in the spirit and free for the where, where the spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. We need to be free in the spirit, free to worship, free to praise God, free, free to just be a woman of God. We need that. So I pray that you really go before the Lord, that he can just touch your heart, show you where you fall short. He's so loving. That's why I love him. He's, I just really do love him. Like I say, he, he deals with me first. And then I come and tell y'all what he did to me. <laughs> like, you know, I love it. I just truly love it. So just go before him and say, okay, Lord, show me where you need me to improve. Where do I need to, you know, where I need to humble myself, where I need to, you know, be eager, where I not to be eager, where to speak, where not. Whatever it is, Lord, show me. Forgive me, Lord. I want to be a woman of favor. I just don't want to be a woman that look good. I want to be a woman that look good for God. I want to be a woman that is after your heart. I want to be a woman of godly influence. I don't want to just influence these young women out here to do what I'm doing. I want them to influence. I want to influence them to be led by your spirit, not led by their feelings, because even our children are watching us. And if we're a woman led by our feelings, our children are going to be led by their feelings and not led by the spirit of God. Like I said, we are the influencers. We are the influencers. And depending on how we do our children, we set the temperature in the home. We set the temperature in the home, sis. And depending on you humbling yourself, whether right or wrong, because you're a woman of God, you're a woman of favor, you're a woman of godly influence, you can shift the atmosphere in your home. It don't matter what your husband doing. It don't matter what your children doing. You are a woman after the heart of God. 
So you're going to humble yourself and you're going to love and you're going to speak when you need to speak and you're going to be silent when you need to be silent so God can reign in your home. I love that. God teach me that constantly with my daughter. You don't always have to speak just because you're mommy. Sometimes I have to just humble myself and shut my mouth and let her say what all she needs to say. And when she's done, if the Holy Spirit lead me to speak, I'll speak. And if not, I'm like, okay, baby, great. I'll pray on it. I'll pray with you. But sometimes we give our opinion and we voice our opinion. And sometimes they just need an ear to listen. So I truly pray that you take this and you really go before the Lord because we this generation needs godly women to influence the nation because we are the influencers. And if we get on our posts, there will be so much change in this nation as women. The Bible says that the older women should be teaching the younger women and the younger women need to be submitting to the older woman. That's the Ruth and Naomi syndrome. We need to humble ourselves as young women to the older women and the old women has to be okay teaching the younger women. This is the way of God. This is the way of the Bible. And if we if we begin to live as the Bible tell us to live, things will be so different. So, sis, I love you. I love you, sis. But make sure your heart is just as pretty as your face and your spirit looks just as good as your body. I pray you have an amazing day in the name of the Lord.